This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. Dinner time for humans at our house is between 7.30 and 9.30. For our dog, Inca, who's been with us for 10 years, dinner time is 6 p.m. And this is a purposeful time for Inca because Inca only gets fed one time a day. Uh, don't get mad at me. It's what our vet told us to do. She's done it her entire life, so don't send me any emails about the fact that I need to feed my dog in the morning. It's just what we do. Dogs are great, right? If you really think about it, dogs really only do three things, right? They love on their owners, they sleep, and they eat. That's really their purpose. And Inca does all three of them really, really well. And, and if I had to create some adjectives to describe how well she does that, she's intense, she's passionate, and she's focused on all three. And nothing is she more focused on than eating. When six o'clock comes around, she is ready. She starts chasing us down at 5.30. By 5.45, she's moving and literally following every single step that we have. And then at six o'clock, when that food hits that tray, she has one purpose, and that's to scarf up that food as fast as she possibly can. But there is no doubt that her purpose is to eat. That intensity, that passion, and that focus, you, I've seen it in other places. If you've ever watched a surfer prepping and getting ready to go in the ocean, it's, it's not a, something that I know how to do, but boy, what a great thing to have as a hobby for your entire life. When you watch a surfer, they're, they, they, they get ready to go out into the water, they work on their board, they put their wetsuit on, they're constantly glancing up at the ocean, they just can't wait to get there, and invariably, no matter what their shape is, they all start running towards their water. Uh, they, they have a purpose, they're passionate about, about it, they're intense, they're focused. Uh, not to be political, but if you've ever watched Donald Trump try to upset reporters, there's a intensity and a passion and a focus about doing that. And if you've ever seen that dude from CNN trying to get under Donald Trump's skin, there's a purpose. He's clearly purposeful, tr purposely trying to get under his skin. And there's an intensity and a passion and a focus that's just blatantly clear to see. If you've ever watched somebody really, really young get a hold of an iPhone where their parents let them use an iPhone or an iPad for a small amount of time, you can see that purposeful focus uh, that they're ready to use and, and play with that phone. And then a gamer playing anything. If you've got a gamer in your household or a gamer is a friend or you are a gamer, there's a, a, a focus and a purpose and an intensity and a passion that's just plainly clear to see. So today we're, we're going to talk about purpose. And so the question is, what is your purpose? I'm talking about work, not your life. If you want to talk about life's purpose, you should listen to my last podcast, which was 
see first things first, and that'll give you certainly a number of steps towards life's purpose. But we're talking about work today and your purpose at work. And let's be clear, I'm only talking to the people that are working to live, not living to work. If you're one of these people that's that's all about work and you live to work and it is everything that you do, it's probably not the podcast for you. I'm talking to the people that are working to live, which means that you work so that you can get an income, so you can support yourself or support your family or support something else that you're trying to do, but you're working to live, not living to work. What is your purpose? One of the most successful books ever written was by a gentleman by the name of Rick Warren, who's a pastor out of California. And the title of his book was The Purpose Driven Life. What was fascinating about the book was, is the very first sentence was, it's not about you, period. His book goes on to explain that the purpose of your life is supposed to be God. It's a fascinating book and a fascinating read. But we're not here to talk about the purpose of your life. We're here to talk about the purpose of your work. But Rick Warren had it right. It's not about you. Your purpose is not about you. It's about your people. If you're a leader in a contact center, your purpose is all about your people. And that's first up. So let's take a look at what does it mean to be focused and be purposeful about your people? Well, the first thing is that means you need to be a leader. Well, how are you a leader? Well, as a leader, you set an example. You model things. You set goals. You coach them. How well do you set an example for the people that are in your contact center? How good of a model are you at what it is they're supposed to do? And we've talked about this in other podcasts. Do you answer your phone with energy and enthusiasm? Do you show up on time to meetings? Are you purposeful about making sure that when you deal with customer experience or with customers, that they recognize and understand that the customer is first and that we're trying to make sure that we satisfy them, that we protect and support the company while serving and making sure that we're delivering something positive to the customers as well. So what's your grade in that area as a leader? How well do you set an example? How good are you as a model? How good are you at setting goals for your organization? The second thing that you need to do with your people is you need to be an encourager. You need to be finding them doing something right. You need to communicate with them. You need to be consistent with them, consistent with your communication. And then you need to celebrate with them. So I'd ask you, when was the last time you were an encourager? for every one of the people that work for you. And it's something that you really ought to keep track of, which is when was the last time I said something, wrote something, did something encouraging for my people? Because that is your purpose. Your purpose is to lead, your purpose is to encourage, and your purpose is to be a builder for them, which means your goal is to help them get better. And we're trying to help them get better even if they don't want to get better. Because that's our job as a leader is to make sure that we're helping every single person that worked for us get better. You've heard me say it over and over and over again. Your employees are really only looking for three things. They wanna know how they get paid. They wanna know, they wanna know what their job is. They wanna understand, they wanna have the skills and tools necessary to do their job. And then they want somebody, a manager or a leader that has their best interests in mind. And that's where this builder comes from. Do you have a list? Do you have a list of every single employee that works for you and what you're working on building them on? Because in order to be purposeful and to to fill your purpose as a leader in a contact center, 
We need to focus on our people and we need to be a leader. We need to be an encourager. We need to be a builder. But it doesn't stop there because we've got more purpose that we need to fulfill. So second, our purpose is the service level. We need to be responsible for and have as our purpose making sure that we're making the service level because if we've got great people and we've done all the things we need to do for them, but we're not hitting the numbers that we need to hit, we've got an issue. So we need to have as our purpose service level. So that obviously starts with their KPIs. What are your KPIs? What are they? Do you know them? Can you rattle them off right now? Can you rattle off to me exactly what your KPIs are? Because that's how you're going to make sure that you achieve your service level. If you've got something to manage and measure against, So do you know what they are? If you do, rattle them off. If you need to, take a moment, put this on pause and write them down to make sure that you have them. And if you don't have them and you don't understand how they're calculated, you need to take care of that yesterday. Well, if I know what the service level is, then how do I attack that service level? Well, I have to attack it one rep at a time, one KPI at a time. Because averages are just a compilation of everyone together. So when we look at our average service levels, whatever they may be, whatever our average is in the KPI. There are some people that are doing great. There are some people that are doing not so well in a particular KPI or multiple KPIs. So I need to be able to work on one rep at a time, one KPI at a time for each rep. And when I do that, that's how I begin to build and get better at meeting the service levels that I've got to achieve. And then finally with service level, I've got to be an attention grabber. Attention grabbing really turns the purpose on the frontline employees because we want them to be intense and passionate and focused about the KPIs for themselves individually, which of course affects the KPIs for the organization as a whole. And we need to find creative ways to bring attention to their KPIs. This is really what we do as an organization. We help to, we help to find different ways to reinforce the KPIs because you just can't have a scorecard. So you use news flashes and GIFs and, and you gamify certain pieces to find different ways to reinforce the KPIs. You go beyond just the number and focus on empathy and friendliness and words like caring and feedback from the customers and uh, what's going on with their friends. You're looking for different ways to reinforce and multiply the number of times that you can put the individual's KPIs in front of them in creative and unique ways that helps them to pay attention to it and to find it important. And when we do that, when we are an attention grabber, we pass that intensity and focus and passion onto our frontline employees. When we do that, we generate success for everyone. And then finally, as a leader in a contact center, your purpose is customer experience. Because I've got the people, I've got the service levels, I need to make sure that we're hitting our customer experience goals. And that usually starts with CSAT. Or maybe it's NPS for you, or maybe it's first call resolution, but there's something that's helping you to focus on the customer experience. And making sure that that's a priority for you and that it's part of your purpose rounds out the three areas that you need to work on in order to be purposeful in a leader in your contact center. And hitting your CSAT level, it, it matters how you do it. It matters how you get to customer experience because there is a right way. There is a right way to achieve customer experience. Nike's had it all wrong, right? Which is just do it. it, it it's not just do it, it's do it right. Because the only way that you can actually hit 
customer experience goals and deliver what you need to is, is to do it right. Your organization has a way that you're supposed to provide customer experience. They have a professional way that you're supposed to answer the phone. They have a way that you're supposed to communicate your greeting. They're, they have a way that there's a number of compliance things that are necessary for you to do in order to deliver what your organization wants you to do. So it's not something that you just go by the grade because there's so much more to it. And I'm sure you've got a quality monitoring organization that is reminding you, hopefully in a positive and passionate and intense and focused way, but there is a right way to do things. And so you need to be very serious about collecting data related to customer experience and using it with your employees. Your customer's words change behavior. So one of the best ways that you can put an exclamation point on the coaching that you do in the area of customer experience is to use their customer's words to help to validate for you something that you've said, whether that be a positive thing or an area that they're challenged on. So using that data is really, really important. And then finally, in customer experience, one of your responsibilities, one of the things that your purpose is, is to be a legacy keeper and, 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 and someone that's looking for legends because it's the legacy and the legends that help to build the culture that's necessary for customer experience. So uh, an employee that goes out of their way to help a customer is something that, that, that you build a legacy on. It's something that you remind people of. When somebody has hit, I don't know, 100 perfect CSAT scores in a row or has received you know, massive amounts of positive feedback from customers, or maybe they've had their 1,000th customer tell them that they're great. Your ability to measure and, and keep track of those legacies is how legends are made. And when you're bringing in new hires and you're talking about how things are done, being able to point out individuals that are either with you, hopefully, or maybe were with you before, their capacity, their capability to serve your customers in ways that stand out, that reflect the mission and the culture of your organization are how you build the kind of organization that gets not just one person to do it, but many people to do it. Because that's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to scale scale the skills and talents and, and effective things that people can do to deliver great customer experience. So overall, when we're doing these things, Really, measurement of your KPIs and agent engagement and attrition are all areas that help you to measure this purpose, this focus that you have. And what you're really looking for is you're really looking for, and the way to measure this and to see how you're doing in this area is, is really that, that measurement from other people that see Joan or Fred or Sally or, or Barbara or whatever your name is is for people to be able to say, do I see Joan working at her job, whether it's as a supervisor or a call center manager or a vice president or whatever it is, do they see you being intense and passionate and focused on those three areas, which are your purpose? Do the, you know, are you intense, passionate, and focused when it comes to your people, right? Are you a leader? Are you an encourager? Are you a builder? Do we see Fred being intense, passionate, and focused about service levels? Does Fred know what the KPIs are? Does Fred go after the reps one at a time, one KPI at a time? Is Fred purposeful about trying to find different ways to draw attention to the service level? And what about Barbara? Is, is Barbara 
passionate and intense and focused on customer experience? Does she put focus on CSAT or whatever the key measurement is that you have for customer experience? Is Barbara focused on making sure that her employees are doing it correctly, which means we don't overlook compliance, we don't overlook the professional etiquette or the listening skills or the empathy or the things that are necessary to do it right, not just to do it? And is Barbara somebody that's a legacy keeper? Is she trying to find ways to make sure that she's building legends and and documenting and keeping track of the people that have done it well so that others that follow behind them can do it well also. Well, obviously I used Barbara and Fred and Joan for names. Hopefully you can put your name into one of those categories and fulfill your purpose as a leader in the contact center. And maybe someday they'll be talking about you and you will actually be one of the legends or you'll leave a legacy as a leader in your contact center. And who knows, when you become a legend or a legacy, that usually means that either A, you've moved on to a new position, which would be a great thing because you've been promoted, or who knows, maybe they'll give you more money for doing it. Or at the very least, if you're not there later on and somebody remembers you, what a great way to have a legacy that someone that was purposeful about doing their job and they did it with passion and intensity and focused. Well, there you go. There's another podcast for me. Uh, remember, if there's something that I can talk about or there's an area you'd like me to focus on with some intensity, passion, focus, let me know. And I'd be happy to do that for you. Uh, you have the potential to be a great leader. I, I know you do. And why don't you just go do it? Why don't you just be a great leader and get it done? Uh, you're better off. Your company's better off. And as we've said before, it's really not about you your people are better off as well. Look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.